Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning, afternoon, evening, brunch time, lunch time, everything school time. Not football school time, not basketball school time, everything school time. Take that, you fighters at Kentucky time, whatever time of day it is, boys and girls, it's the right time for the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio here on a Thursday afternoon. Unless, of course, it's Thursday evening or, or Friday morning or whatever time of day it is, whatever day it is when you're when you're out there listening to this. Thank you for listening, and I hope this day is going well for you. Wes Rucker, again, coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. Let's go across town to that, uh, not even across town, let's go to another county. Let's go to the uh, Go Vols 24-7 Blount County Satellite Office, get to the one and the only Grant Ramey. Grant, my man, what's up? My Zoom froze as soon as you tried to put me in Knox County. I think even my phone was like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, I've stumbled over this intro. Just like, a second. I've stumbled over this intro like three times already. And and actually, I, I should call uh, Grant iPhone 73 because here on our Zoom, which uh, since obviously he's not here in the studio, he, he's obviously in another county because he wants to have foot in this county unless it's for work. Uh, he, he is now on Zoom. He's not. He's no longer Grant Ramey. He's iPhone 73. So that's uh, that's that's what you guess. That's who you are now. Shout out! That's that's a very gritty football number, seventy three. So I don't know. Maybe my phone's just that level of grit. It I is. didn't even know it until I got it. It is very gritty. We are here to talk in the middle of Tennessee football camp. We are here to talk about Tennessee basketball because, as uh, as as Josiah Jordan James and others have noted recently, uh, and Danny White has said several times, Tennessee in everything school, uh, not not a football or basketball school. There is big big basketball news, so you know we had to go to Grant. Tennessee has added a big time commitment, and I'm glad that we're able to get this podcast to you. It's it's a couple days later than we normally would get it to you, but there's been stuff going on. But this is big big news for Tennessee, and we were not going to miss it, uh, Freddie. DeLeon has committed to Tennessee basketball. Uh, This is a combo guard from Raleigh, North Carolina, Word of God Christian Academy, uh, ranked right now uh, by 24-7 Sports as the number 69 nice overall prospect in the country, and according to the analysts at 24-7 Sports, is due for a big bump. So this is a guard guard who has had just an unbelievable summer. He's a kid rising up the charts. He's been rising up the charts. He's going to keep rising up the charts. Grant, this is a big, big win for Tennessee, is it not? It is a big win. I mean, they beat out Alabama for the kid. And, and if we've seen one thing from Nate Oates at Alabama, he knows how to win basketball games and he knows how to recruit. He knows what he's looking for. Yep. Uh, he's pretty good at getting talented guys into his basketball program. Uh, so so winning this one, Freddie picking Tennessee uh, on Tuesday morning, I mean, that's huge. The number 69 overall player in the country, like you said. And not only that, 
and like Eric Bosti said in our story, you know, analyzing what Tennessee's getting here and what Travis Branham has said as well, you, you want to catch these guys going up, climbing. And all Freddie has done is had a breakout spring, a breakout summer. He keeps going up. I think he's up over 100 spots from last uh, from April 2021 to date, I think he's climbed over 100 spots in our ranking, and he's, uh, according to Eric and according to Travis, when those rankings do update here pretty soon, he's due for another sizable jump. So Tennessee's got a, a 6'4 combo guard. That's the kind of size you want in the backcourt. He's a guy that's kind of described as a, a multi-level scorer, can score at all three levels, at the rim, in the mid-range, and at the three-point line. Uh, and he's a guy that just seems to be getting better constantly. I think it's a really big win for Tennessee, and they just kind of keep uh, the the momentum that's – you know, recruiting, they've missed some guys in this cycle, but this is a nice win, and, and they're eyeing some more stuff down the road. Yeah, it's amazing, that again, that, that at some point, you know, it's going to sink in that this is the the reality right now for Tennessee basketball is that when, when you go through your first wave of guys maybe in your class that you've been targeting for years and you don't get them and then you go down to, like, the next level, you're still talking about, a kid who could end up being a five-star player. It's sort of insane the level at which Tennessee basketball has been recruiting. We all know we, we've mentioned it many times, the ties that Rick Barnes has in the state of North Carolina uh, and, and how many connections he and his staff have there and the great job they've done recruiting in that state. And uh, th- this was a big win. What, what, did this, what did this come down to for Tennessee? What, what, what made Tennessee zero in on this kid and, and what made this kid pick Tennessee? I think Justin Ganey has a lot to do with it. Uh, I think Rick Barnes has a lot to do with it. Justin Ganey obviously played uh, in, North, in North Carolina, played college ball in North Carolina State. He's got a lot of North Carolina connections. Um, I think he, Freddie has, has seen what Tennessee has done with guards. I think they, they know that uh, Rick can help you. Rick and his staff can help you, and this Tennessee basketball program can help you get to the next level. Um, this is a, you know, they've, they've done it the kind of the one-and-done route with the Jaden Springers and the Keon Johnsons and the Kennedy Chandlers. They've also done it with the multi-player, multi-year uh, players, uh, the Grant Williams, Admiral Schofields, the the Jordan Bones, the Kyle Alexanders. They'll help you get to that next level of basketball, whether it's an NBA draft pick, wherever you end up, uh, whatever whatever the case may be. So I think it's somewhere they see that it's a great culture. Obviously, that's what these players talk about all the time, kind of the family environment at Tennessee and the fact that you're going to get coached up hard and you're going to get developed. And, and to get a kid out of the state of North Carolina, um, Wake Forest obviously is a pretty good program, a program that's building – uh, really well right now and has done some impressive things. So to get him out of North Carolina to beat uh, Alabama for him, I think that's a big deal. And it's it's another player that is going to end up ranked pretty high, and it's going to be a player that's a, a multi-year prospect who's going to be at Tennessee for a minute, who's going to be a really good player now uh, as soon as he steps on campus. And he's just going to continue to get better as he has for the last year. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I think – Tennessee basketball fans who who know Steve Forbes, <laughs> who now now is the coach at, at Wake Forest, know that that guy has always been and will always be a really good recruiter. And so, beating out Wake Forest for a kid in the state right there is is a big time get. Um, and, and certainly, NATO, it's in Alabama and what they've done, uh, the style of basketball they play. It's a fun style to watch. It's a fun style I imagine to play in as a player. And and so and, and they've got a lot of things in that that athletic department that they're able to pull toward right now. So so that is a big big win for Tennessee and, and what about this this kid as a, as a player Grant when I, I joke all the time that when I see combo guard I think that is a nice way of saying it's a shooting guard but he 
kind of wants to be called a combo guard because, you know, you're kind of, even in this age of positionless basketball, you're either kind of a lead guard or you're not. And and, and so maybe some shooting guards have better handles than others, but uh, obviously this kid, not a pure point guard. This kid is a score, a multi-level finisher, as you've alluded to. Uh, what about him has taken his game to the next level? And, and what is it about him? He just seems like the kind of kid who, you know, you need buckets to win games, and this is a kid who can get you a bucket. Well, I read once that his nickname is Freddie Buckets. I don't know if that's how how commonly he's called that. Uh, I saw it in writing once, and I got real fired up because oh, that's that an awesome good. name. If, if you're name. going by, a, if you got a basketball nickname and your name's Freddie and it's Freddie Buckets, hey, it doesn't get much better. I think what has been impressive the most about him is not uh, how do I put this? I don't know if he's a knockdown shooter or not, but the fact is, every time you hear him described. It's as a multi-level score, and that's at the rim, that's in the mid-range, that's at the three-point line. Basically, he can go get a bucket whenever he needs to go get a bucket, and that's a big deal. Uh, you need those kind of guys on the floor, especially in the backcourt, especially with that six-four size. Um, I mean, Travis Branham did a thing where he polled 50 coaches after the spring and summer, uh, after the evaluation periods, asking who should be the number one player in the country. And one, one coach, I don't know who it was, voted for Freddie. I mean, I think that's how highly some people think of him. If you search him on Twitter – and some of the other analysts across other networks, uh, national media, whatever, they talk about how good he is, how it's like, you know, there's a lot of, there's not much this kid can't do. So I think it's a little bit of versatility. I think it's size. I think it's just his ability to score uh, from anywhere on the court that kind of makes his, his stock continually climb. Yeah. If even one coach out there thinks that you're potentially the number one player in the country, I think that, that says while you're ranked, bit. while you're ranked close to seven, yeah, that's a that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah, and, currently ranked. Yeah, and 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 I, I think that that it's no secret that this young man is working his way up the ranks. It's he he's been really 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 impressing this summer. There's been a lot going on there. He he's he's a name uh, that is on the rise. This is a big get for Tennessee. In in terms of his just sort of the, the, this commitment and sort of what it means for Tennessee. Um, you know that in a class, just on any team, really, to, to reverse it a little bit, on any team, you need to be able to score, you need to be able to get buckets in big situations, and you need to be able to get buckets when people can really pack in defenses. Um, because we've seen this with a lot of teams. They can get out and run, but when a team really packs in and, and get a, gets a defense set, it can be really, really hard against a really organized defense to go get a bucket, especially you get into, into league play. You're playing teams that know your you know your, your philosophies. They know the sets you want to run. They really can bog you down, and it becomes kind of a street fight. And you kind of need a guy who, whether it's off the bounce, lob it to him, step back, however, he will just find a way to score the ball. And you really – can't put a price tag on that's why those guys make so much money at the nba level because if you can do that you can help your team win a lot of games right and, and you can never have enough good guards i mean you project the future bj edwards is, is going to be here for a while he's a multi-year player you look at zakai ziegler he's just going into his sophomore year we saw what he did as a freshman you'd expect he's going to be a multi-year player especially a guy that's cashed in uh, on the nil like he has since his time just in the short time that he's been in knoxville um, you add a Freddie to that mix, Freddie DeLeon, you add uh, you know, some other guys down the road, whatever it may be, the wings they've got right now, DJ Jefferson and other guys. When you look to replace a Josiah James or a Santi, uh, Santiago Vescovi, um, those type guys, you can never have enough good guards. Like you said, you can never have enough good scores. Uh, you can never have enough guys that can handle the ball, whether that is a true point guard or a combo guard like Freddie is. So uh, you can't have enough of those players. And, and I think it's 
I don't know, maybe I'm looking too much into this, but just getting a kid out of the state of North Carolina, that's, you know, that's an elite basketball culture in that state. Yeah, and, um, and even if Duke and North Carolina weren't weren't fighting tooth and nail for this kid, a lot of other people were. Right, North Carolina State was, VCU was, Virginia was. I mean, it wasn't just Tennessee, Wake, and Alabama. There were a lot of really good schools after this kid. It's just that I believe that Wake and, and Alabama were kind of final two. And just based on kind of how this class has went, the misses that they've had. I mean, they went all in on Justin Edwards for a really, really yeah. long time. They recruited him just as hard when he was ranked number 40 as they did when he was number four. And, you know, they were there every time the door was open. Any opportunity they had to see him, they were there to see him with at least one assistant coach, if not an assistant coach, and Rick Barnes. But the kind of the, the line you have to walk there is you want to be fearless in recruiting, but when you're going after the number four overall player in the country, there's always a chance that a Kentucky's going to swoop in at the last minute and get the kid yep. because a Kentucky is his dream school. Like this was the case with him, with Casey Wallace in the last cycle. But with a four-star combo guard like Freddie DeLeon, who's a multi-year player, if you're going to if you're going to recruit those elite players like that and the number four player in the country and the one and done, there's also plenty of, of you know other talent out there where you can get in your program and you can become a lot better quickly. And I think this prospect is, is a guy that helps Tennessee in that way. And now Tennessee's class is starting to come together, which is something that we need to discuss, something that we're about to discuss. Uh, but before we get into that discussion, we do need to step away for a quick break. We need to pay some bills, listen to products, services, in-house ads, etc. And then we'll be right back to talk more Tennessee basketball here on the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Hashtag ad. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride-or-die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to the GoBalls 24-7 podcast brought to you by whatever products, services, and in-house ads you just heard a moment ago during that commercial break. West Rucker coming to you. From Fort Rucker Studio, Grant Ramey coming to you from Govall's 24-7's Blunt County Satellite Office down there in Mervil, as he would like to say, the city of champions and the county of champions. That is how he would put it. Those are his words, not mine. Um, but, you know, again, remember, this is a guy who doesn't know how to enter his own name into uh, Zoom. So he is Mr. iPhone 73. So take that for what it is. 
is worth. Talking Tennessee basketball on this podcast, Tennessee has gotten a big, big commitment from one of the fastest rising players in the country, another big get for the Vols, uh, who, who have taken a, a couple of lumps in this, this recruiting cycle, and they have really, really responded to them. There is a lot to discuss on that, and we're about to get to all of it. Before we do it, though, just just a quick, uh, quick request from this end. If you could take about a minute out of your day right now, uh, maybe 75 seconds, maybe 90 seconds tops, go in there, rate and review and subscribe to this podcast. That would help us out a lot. If you're just listening for free right there on the website, nothing wrong with that. No wrong way to consume this podcast. Every way to consume this podcast is a good way to consume this podcast. But what helps us out the most is if you go in there, rate, review, and subscribe. We're right there on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher. Anywhere in the world you can cast the fine pod, you can find this very Go Vols 24-7 podcast. We do this for free. We are happy to do it. Uh, it's a labor of love. No, no complaints. Well, maybe a few complaints, but very few complaints on this end. Uh, and we do it for free, and all that we ask for is that you go do those things and tell some friends, too. The old-fashioned way still works. If you're already doing those things, thank you. We love you. If not, uh... I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Grant, there is a lot of... You know, basketball recruiting is always so interesting, right? Because in football, you're putting together a class of 25 or thereabouts pretty much every year. There's there's going to be highs and lows, and some teams get on a on a hot streak and sometimes you just go for a while without when you're kind of laying groundwork and not really getting a lot of results and that that's just part of it right basketball recruiting is the exact same amount of effort um, but the highs and lows are so much steeper because you're talking at most what like six guys in a class and usually it's around three or four somewhere like that three four five it's it's so much work and it can all change just like that. You can completely turn around just about any basketball program in the country in one year, uh, and you can really start sliding in one year too. It, it, it's football; it's a it usually takes a couple years, right? Like a crescendo. Basketball, it's immediate. And when Tennessee goes into this class and goes all in on a couple of the very best prospects in the country, and uh, did not get them. Uh, has gotten them in the past couple years, did not get any of them this year, that can really be a gut punch. But I think the way Tennessee has responded to this by getting a couple of players who are also, by the way, like top 75 players, one right here who might end up being a five-star anyway, I mean, to me, it just seems like kind of a hell of a response. It's uh, it's to quote Kevin Malone in the office. I think if you were to ask Tennessee coach, it's just nice to win one. Yeah, remember when Kevin says that? I think oh, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's basketball recruiting. Like you said, the 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 percentage of your class that this one player is is, is such a bigger number than in football, where like you said, you have such a such a larger class just in quantity. So you're going to miss a lot of guys in football. You're also going to win a lot of those battles. But I mean, to win the Freddie De Leon, yeah, suddenly you you go from missing out on some guys you wanted to hey, we got this kid, and we might get this kid, and we might get this kid. And suddenly you're like, man, that's a pretty good class and a really good finish. So really it just takes that one kid either you're missing out on or you're getting to kind of completely change your whatever the temperature is on this class and whatever the thoughts are on this class. It really just takes that one guy because then you can kind of start playing that, uh, moving that forward to see who you could get to add to the class. And it's always a, you know, how many how many are they going to get? The, the number's always changing. It's, it's, it's crazier now than it is it's ever been because of the transfer portal and how much attrition there is in the spring for every college basketball program. 
I don't know what the number is for this class. I would think like four, something like that. Um, you got Santi and Joe that uh, they're seniors. I don't if they're they're thinking about coming back on a COVID year. I haven't heard anything about it. I would be surprised if they do. Then you look at Julian Phillips, the five star wing. He's probably another one and done prospect who's who's kind of already been projected towards that lottery in the first round. So that's three right there. Then if you have any portal departures and stuff like that, you're talking about a maybe a four man class, something like that. Six is six is your overhaul in your program. You don't really want to do that every single year. Um, one or two is not that great either. So if you can find a happy medium there uh, and get some momentum and get those four guys, three or four guys, whatever the number is, five guys, um, you, you got something going. And, and what's interesting is that, and again, this this tells you how different basketball recruiting is. There was so much talk about Tennessee having some some misses early on in this cycle, and, and they were big. But, but right now we're sitting here mid-August, uh, and Tennessee's got – a borderline top 10 class right now. It's crazy again to think about this, that when you think about Tennessee could end up with like a, another top 10 recruiting class here and people would be going, you know, it's just kind of a down year, uh, just kind of a down year on the trail. M- meanwhile, Tennessee football has a, you know, right now kind of a borderline right there on the top 10 class and people are really excited about it. And I think they should be because it's a really good looking class. It's just kind of perspective on things. Uh, it's crazy how how that looks. But in terms of where Tennessee goes now, there are two uh, in the cupboard now. Nothing's official until these kids sign. But right now, uh, Tennessee does have a couple of kids in the cupboard. That they've got Cade Phillips, uh, the big man there from uh, Branson, Missouri. Uh, so you know, I guess he likes um, you know kind of like what the the other. Um, what's it? The other Gatlinburg sort of the Gatlinburg of the Midwest. The no, pitch, pitch no, no, that's the just. Cade Phillips is the kid from from Alabama that has the most insane lineage to uh, Alabama Crimson Tide athletics that I've ever seen from. Yeah, I just else. really wanted to talk about. Uh, okay, Branson. Branson. You're you're just you're just looking for a way to get Branson. The yeah, podcast. because I I, I know his, his whole he's got an entire family. His entire family tree is painted like the darkest hue of crimson imaginable, and yet he's still going to Tennessee, which is, which is interesting. But now uh, you've added Fred, Freddie Dillion to the class, Freddie Buckets, as we're going to call him, even if no one else is going to call him that. We're going to call him that, I guess, now. So you are now we, we forever you, – you are knighted Sir Freddie Buckets. Uh, but right now Tennessee has got, you know, maybe halfway through this class. There, there's a couple more things to, to fill. You've got a big man right now, and you've got a combo guard, uh, so basically a shooting guard, as we've said before. Grant, wh- where do you think the, these next one or maybe two spots in this class, who's Tennessee zeroing in on, and, and, and what's a timeline potentially for these kids? Uh, timeline is two weeks away because right now all eyes turn to JP Australia. Australia, how did we settle on a pronunciation? I, I, I think we're just, a, we're just I'm, guessing. I'm, I'm going Australia until the young man himself corrects me because the double L just you know seems even, like it's Australia. Even in even in Maine, they do the double L. Well, I mean, you know, there, there's people with 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 Hispanic, you know, or, or Latin names everywhere, right? I mean, you know. Anyway, four star, six eleven, two ten center, one of the best players in the class. Um, September 2nd, I think it's down to Tennessee, Iowa, and Syracuse. Uh, I don't think it's been officially limited to three or cut down to three, but I think that's kind of the um, widely considered three that, that are that are still involved in this. He, he's, he's visited all three of those over the summer. Um, this has been a really good job by Tennessee. They were after him in December when, when really nobody knew who JP was. JP is another guy like Freddie who had a explosion in the spring, an explosion in the summer, and he went from this kind of no-name kid out of Maine 
to a kid that had Duke offers and a kid that it looked like Tennessee did a really good job recruiting of, but here comes some blue bloods. They're going to try to get involved and, and that's that. But the, you know, the Duke stuff is out of the picture at this point. Um, he's the n- number 61 overall player uh, in the 247 sports ratings for the 2023 class. He's the number nine center in the class. He was 6'2", I think, two years ago, yep. and now he's 6'11". Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's got a grandfather that's 7'1". His mom played college basketball at Boston College, so there's obviously a lot of basketball genes in his family. His mom actually um, lost to Pat Summit's Lady Vols in the NCAA tournament at Thompson Bowling Arena. Uh, back in the day, so that's, a, that's so. A so, so they're getting over the bad blood, I guess. If if he ends up if he ends up picking Tennessee, they would have to be getting right, over some right. bad and, blood. And my, he was here in February on an unofficial visit. Um, he was back here, I believe it was either in May or June for an official visit. So he got the kind of the game day uh, stuff back in February. They beat Vanderbilt uh, at TBA when he was here, and then he kind of got the out of season kind of official visit where you can see the campus and, and the school and stuff. And mom was with him in February, and both parents were with him in the summer. Uh, more recently, he's been to Iowa. More recently, he's been to Syracuse. Syracuse was one of his first big offers, too. Yeah. Um, so Tennessee's done and, a really and, good job and, and evaluating. It's st- still a big pull in that region. Syracuse has still got sure. a lot of fans up there. For sure. It's it's uh, it's For Tennessee, and uh, shout out Rod Clark. He was a guy that really was on this back in December when nobody really knew who this kid was. Um, they've done a good job of evaluating him early, staying on him consistently, getting him on campus and kind of weathering the storm when, when a Duke got involved. I mean, there was an official visit at some point scheduled for Duke. It ended up getting canceled for whatever reason. I don't know where he was on their board, um, but for whatever reason, Duke kind of uh, disappeared from his recruitment. So it's good news for Tennessee. It's good news for Syracuse, and it's good news for Iowa because that's a really good player, uh, and somebody's going to get him. And what about anything else for Tennessee down the road? I mean, I know that things could change quickly, but before we get out of here, any other names just potentially to keep an eye on, even if it's just kind of put a pin in it for now, maybe come back to yeah. it later? Uh, Davin Cosby is a shooting guard, 6'5", out of Richmond, Virginia. He's going to be Freddie DeLeon's teammate at Word of God Christian Academy in Raleigh. And it just so happens that Wake Forest, Tennessee, and Alabama are recruiting Davin, just like they're recruiting <laughs> Freddie, because it's, there's some thought there that it could be a package deal at the next level. I'm sure Wake Forest will still go after him. I don't know where he is on Alabama's board, um, but that's another guy. Um, I don't know a ton about him, but I've heard he's a really good shooter, and you can never have enough of those shooters. He's a three-star, ranked number 148 in the 247 sports ratings, uh, 27 uh, ranked shooting guard in the class. That's another good player. He's scheduled for an official visit at Tennessee in October. I think he's scheduled to go to Wake Forest in Alabama as well uh, this fall. So that's another guy to keep an eye on. And from there, kind of who knows because it changes every day. And uh, this is the time where it kind of gets a little, a little wild. Yeah, Cosby's, Cosby's interesting because that, that, that's a big kid wh- wh- who's a nice shooter too. I mean, 6'5 is not a huge guard, obviously, but it's a, it's a good-sized guard, especially if he can shoot the ball. And uh, that, that would be big. You just wonder about, um, again, you know, point guard, what, do, are, do they feel pretty good that, that they've got a couple guys, obviously, for the next couple years? You would imagine they feel like they're pretty set there with the guys they have on campus. You never know, but I think they feel like they got a couple of good ones now that are going to be there for a couple of years. And I think with BJ and Zakai, you feel good about your future. Obviously, right now you have Santi as another ball handler. You have Josiah as a ball handler for this next year. Um, if uh, I assume if they're not – you know, like we said earlier, interested in that COVID year, if this is it for them, you got those two guys for this year. And then you bring in a, uh, a Freddie DeLeon and, and he's a guy that can handle the ball as well. Um, so I think they feel pretty good about the future there. And like you said, yeah, a shooter at six, five, Freddie six, four, you can't have enough size in the backcourt. You can't have enough skill or scores. So if they could add two of those, uh, it would round into a pretty big class on top of, of whatever JP 
decides here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and, and then you know, you know, if push comes to shove, uh, and you find yourself suddenly, surprisingly, in need of a player at any position, including point guard, well, now there's a portal, and, and you can go, you can go get guys that way. So, so Tennessee and, feels like they could and, go do that too, if need be. It should be mentioned that Tennessee still has an open scholarship for the twenty. 22-23 class, uh, roster. I don't think they're going to fill that scholarship before uh, basketball season gets here. I think they're going to leave it open and, and see if there's any other prospects they find down the road. Like, if you remember Santi, he was like a November reclass. Yep. That yep. Remember, he just kind of got here one day and he was in the lineup the next. They've done that a couple um, times with some reclasses. They, they've, they've been reclassifying right. masters the past few years. Right, and there's portal. Uh, there's always going to be portal kids. So if there's an in-season transfer that you want, you want to have room for him. So I, I think it's a situation where uh, they're not they're not going to take somebody just to take somebody and fill that scholarship right now. I think they're going to be patient with it, leave it open, see what happens. There was another name, Silas Demary Jr. Tennessee was in on him pretty good. He's another combo guard, a four-star guy. It feels like with Freddie, it was an either or. Like you're going to get Freddie DeLeon or you're going to get Silas Demary. I don't know what happens moving forward with Silas's recruitment, but it feels like for me it would be hard for Tennessee to get both of those guys. So I don't know that that's an either-or situation, but it kind of feels like it uh, from the outside in. And the last thought I have is that I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to go into a season with one spot open because how many times is that one spot going to be – you know the like the difference in you know winning a championship or something i mean it's probably not going to be that but what it could be is if there's a guy who shows up kind of oddly like like a vescovy does just kind of comes onto the scene or if there's a guy who um you know let, let's face it the season starts where he is and he has a falling out with his coach or something goes wrong and he wants to transfer and he wants to do it immediately during the season um all of a sudden, if you're Tennessee, then you're kind of a sexy proposition for just about any prospect in the country now. But if it's at that time of the year where almost nobody has a scholarship open and you're Tennessee and you have a scholarship open there, all of a sudden there's a chance you're getting like the Disney fast pass, basically. Like you're going right to the front of the line. So I think there's a lot to be said for that possibility too. So again, a lot of things can happen. Things could pop up before then and and, and change the calculus a little bit. But I just I, I'm sort of a proponent of keeping that spot open because I know coaches have like an inten- an intrinsic need to fill spots. Like when a scholarship's open, they just it's like a tractor beam that just sort of pulls them in, and it's kind of like must fill this spot now. But Rick Barnes has been doing this for a long time, and he's a guy who's got uh, some patience when he needs it, and his staff's pretty sharp guys too. I, I would imagine that they that they probably would would keep that spot open just in case, and and I think that could be the smart play. I don't want to step in and embarrass you on your own podcast, but the Disney Fast Pass is no more. It's Genie Plus, whatever that means. It's, it's what? G- Genie Plus? Genie Plus, and it's a whole deal. Trust me. I just My wife handled it. I just followed her around. She, she did great with it. She planned the whole thing. It's Genie Plus now. Well, apparently when, when Hank needs to go here in a few years, now I will know that it's Genie Plus. Of course, then it'll, it, it could be called something else because nothing— It will be called something else. It'll be exponentially more expensive by then. Because I'm still paying it off. I'm still broke. Yeah, we'll, still we'll, poor. Yeah, we'll have like, you know, the hoverboards. They'll just kind of, we'll have cars without little helicopters that take you there. And, you know, it'll, it will you, be nice. You know who left a scholarship spot open a couple of years ago was Kentucky because there was this kid at West Virginia named Oscar Tashibwe who, for some reason, Bob Huggins and him were oil and water. Yes. And, and somebody uh, had to have a landing spot for him. And guess what? Kentucky had one. And, he went from being garbage at West Virginia for whatever reason, in Bob Huggins' eyes, to being a 
video game stat producer number producer at Kentucky who just racks up double doubles like crazy and racks up NIL deals like even crazy yes. like driving luxury cars that go get it young man go get it happy for you uh, I think we've just about covered what we needed to here it's kind of a breaking news podcast but not not breaking so we kind of try to find that spot sort of that sweet spot in between those two things so I think we got this I think we got what we needed but uh you you may disagree Grant you got anything else I got nothing well then I think we'll leave it right there thanks buddy appreciate it See ya. And there's the button. And now I can say, guys, thank you for listening to this edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. As always, we always say it, but we always mean it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can find all of us on social media. I'm Wes Rucker 24-7 on Twitter. Ryan Callahan is Ryan Callahan 24-7 on Twitter. Patrick Brown is P. Brown 24-7 on Twitter. And Grant Ramey is Grant Ramey on Twitter. If you want uh, just Tennessee news in your feed, nothing else, get that at twitter.com slash govals247. You can also go to facebook.com slash govals247 and you can get tons of stuff there throughout the day, all day, every day. But if you want that best, most delicious East Tennessee Smoky Mountain spring water directly from the tap, go get that at govals247.com. The best site on all of Al Gore's internet to get coverage of Tennessee football, football recruiting, Basketball, basketball recruiting, uh, baseball, tons of stuff going on there these days, obviously. Lady Vols coverage, where Maria Cornelius does an excellent job all year covering all things Lady Vols for us all the time. we got two forums that run around the clock 24-7, as the name suggests. we got the checkerboard and the summit, where you can go 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you can discuss anything you want that is not political or religious in nature with Tennessee fans across the world, pretty much every freaking time zone that exists we've got somebody there we got people up at different hours of the day we got all kinds any time of day anytime you go there you're going to find a bunch of people on there talking tennessee athletics talking sec stuff talking pro sports talking life advice with kids what to get spouses for their for anniversaries uh lawn maintenance just you never know what people are going to be talking about on there and it'll be anything that's not political or religious in nature anything else right there on the board for you to discuss and you can get all of that for less than the price of one mediocre lunch per month after a seven-day free trial that is all that it costs and after you pay or get that seven that seven-day free trial after that you get us that that low rate that's one mediocre lunch per month but you don't just get go 24 7 with that you get access to paramount plus with that for free in perpetuity you also get access to a growing behemoth of a streaming platform that has every show cbs has ever done commercial free tons of exclusive stuff uh, that you can only find like you know 1883 picard evil star trek all kinds of stuff that you can only find on paramount plus you got new movies you got classic movies old blockbuster franchises you know comedies dramas horror everything stuff for the kids all of it all of it and stuff from the archives of uh of cbs obviously and mtv bet comedy central nickelodeon smithsonian all of it all of it right there something for the entire family and live sports sec sports nfl sports uh you got uefa champions league uefa europa league syria french soccer uh, pga tour you get everything on there and we you get all of that and our site all of it for just about 100 bucks and change a year. One of the best deals you can possibly find. And if you don't do it, I don't know what's wrong with you. Go do that. Don't be a fool. Go do that. If nothing else, guys, you should hear from, hear from us in a few days. So until then, uh, try to be good to each other. Try to have basic human empathy for, for people out there in the world. There's not enough of that these days. There's too many a-holes. We don't need that. Be good. See you.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.